Campfire, a podcast, three dudes kicking it around the fire discussing the day's hot topics, their opinions, and all kinds of banter. Sit back, relax, tune in, and feel the warmth as the red light is about to turn on. light is on howdy howdy folks well hello everyone hello again this week we have reconvened for another episode we got our good buddy keith home from florida he's uh got him a wicked cocktail there what are you drinking drinking that hard mountain dew the baja blast and it's zero sugar it is zero sugar which is a lie because it's got alcohol in it right (laughs) (laughs) well i mean you gotta be smarter than the label on the beverage honestly but i don't drink that much in finishing this off i only have two more left out of the case that i bought like months ago and today's last day of vacation so i'm gonna i'm gonna take a sip Little sizzip. Sip. Sip on the scissor. Exactly. It's pretty much what it tastes like. Fucking cough syrup almost. Yeah, the wife had some of that stuff. It was one of those uh, variety packs. And I think she had me try the watermelon flavored one and it was gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot better than I expected. A lot better than I expected it to taste, but still. But nothing great. <laughs> no. Yeah, I could have seen that one coming. I mean, Mountain Dew's not known for making alcohol. They're known for something to put alcohol into. Exactly. exactly. And for those of y'all who didn't know this, Mountain Dew was originally made to be mixed with whiskey. Jack and Dew. It's a wonderful drink. You should try it. I thought it was moonshine and do. I thought it was moonshine too. And in fact, I think think the original term Mountain Dew was coined to describe moonshine. Not a drink to mix moonshine with. Mountain lightning, white lightning, Mountain Dew. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that dog you got there in the background. Nick got a new dog. I did. I got a puppy this week. He's a purebred Australian Shepherd. This is the first puppy I've ever had. And it's the first time I've had a dog in many years. But I well, sure let's like be this clear. one. Puppies are fucking assholes. They are. Just like toddlers. I hate this them. one is actually <laughs> pretty chill, you know. Not really having any accidents inside. He's going out. He, uh, he's pretty chill. He sleeps a lot. I'm sure that'll change as he gets older. Aussies get hyper. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's got other dogs to play with on the farm. and He'll be running all day. It's half the battle right there, keeping him fucking running all day. Well, yeah, you're lucky it's you a got dog. Yep, you got plenty of space for him to run. And you can take him to work and let him loose. That'll help a lot. 
so yep. considerably. Needs room to run. Mm-hmm. We got you know, 250 acres I'm sitting on right here. He can run around. Ow. But yeah, I think we got so, some good topics tonight. I'm, let's let's start with the uh, the micro farming thing, Keith. You want to dive into that? Micro farming. <laughs> yeah. So because I only live on a small little piece of land, I'm calling it micro farming. Um, really, just trying to do a little bit to offset where I'm getting my food from. So you know, normal gardening and stuff like that. Um, Want to try to do some like lettuce and shit with some hydroponic kind of system and stuff, just you know, a flood and drain kind of system. Yeah. And then I'm also going to get some quail going, and then probably also some rabbits for some meat and egg production and stuff like that. So. You're yeah. gonna get eggs out of rabbits. Well, yeah, he's gonna get the Easter Bunny breed. You're you're doing a Cadbury farm. Mm-hmm. I might be all about this micro farm if that's where Cadbury eggs come from. I don't know about that angle. Hell yeah. But yeah, just doing some like, you know, stack um, permaculture and stuff like that, but for mm-hmm. on smaller scale. And then, because I can use the fertilizer that the rabbits make and everything else right away. It's Rabbit shit is one of the best fertilizers. It is probably the best um hog manure is up there it does pretty good but there's something about rabbit manure man so many nutrients fertilizer so many nutrients in rabbit manure yeah and it doesn't smell that bad either yeah you know uh capitalized do you remember what animal family rabbits are they're not a varmint that's right lagomorphs yeah, yeah. A lot of people think rabbits are rodents. They are like not raccoons or groundhogs or yeah, yeah. They're not mice, rats. No, they are they're lagomorphs, and they are some damn good eating. Yes, they are. You can do so much with the rabbit. With uh, uh, you can you can have meat pen rabbits that you just harvest for the meat, uh, but their pelts are good too. Uh, then you can have angoras and harvest their wool and keep harvesting their wool like you would a sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, they're and then once once that animal's spent, okay, time for stew. But thanks for all the wool. Thanks for all the manure for my micro farm. And well, it's man, resource, you're you delicious. To, all these animals, you have to look at them as a resource, okay? It is a resource, whether it's the fur, uh, the meat, or when we talk about cattle, eggs, when we, uh, I'm sorry, milk, and when we talk about chickens, eggs, there are resources there. It sounds like we're having trouble Um, figuring out where eggs come from tonight. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Is it rabbits or chickens or cows or, oh, shit, something. But, it is you know, something. it'd be nice if eggs came from more than just chickens and quail and geese and ducks because them bitches are expensive right now. Hell yeah, yeah they dude. are. I wish I could now, lay some fucking eggs. Keith, I did make a smart-ass comment there about micro farms, and I want to back myself up here a little bit. 
And I do encourage everybody to get out there and start raising some of their own food, to have a nice big garden. You know, these are, uh, these are all good things. Not everybody can have livestock to raise your own meat, you know, but luckily there's plenty of good old boys out here in the country. I mean, you drive around out here where I live, everybody's got a couple steers out on a feedlot just to have some beef, maybe a few hogs out in a pen somewhere, fattening them up. So, um, you know, micro farming, if you're not inside of the city limits, um, there are a lot of things you can do there. Uh, if you have the know-how, um, before anybody gets involved with some large animals, you need to learn about them, please. Don't just go out and buy a cow and think you're going to throw them some corn and then eight months, bam, you got steak in the freezer. Well, here's a good thing to do. Put your kids in fucking 4-H. 4-H, FFA, these are wonderful places to learn. Um, And you'll be surrounded by experts. Uh, That's a very good point there, Joe. Definitely. But on the other side of this, you know, just going out back and or even around your house in the flower beds and doing some vegetables, growing some green beans and tomatoes and you know, whatever you like, zucchini, pumpkin, squash. You know, I like beets. Beets grow f- uh, grow pretty fast. I like radishes. Radishes grow fast, and those are great in your flower bed. Uh, I hate flowers. I'm not going out there and weeding. And, no, I'm going to put vegetables in my flower beds. Right. <laughs> I'm all about that. I'll plant um, some magnolias to keep the varmints out, but other than that. Right. But... um some marigolds my comment that i was getting yeah that's what i meant marigolds not magnolias instead of people having you know a steer out back they're trying to feed out or a couple fat hogs you know they could do a lot better for themselves having some quail some chickens maybe some rabbits out there rabbit Mm -hmm. is an excellent source of protein um it's actually they turn quick i mean a gestation cycle on a rabbit is 30 30 days days, 28 days yeah and they're dropping a litter. Um, you know, that old saying about screwing like rabbits, well, buddy, they will drop nine babies every 40 days if you let them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, for sure. you know, you compare that to cattle. Well, a cow drops one, maybe two calves every 18 months. No shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, about about 16 months, you know, there's a pretty good gestation cycle there. So I did not know that. Um, if you look at it from the resource standpoint and the, the turnaround on uh, your yield and the inputs going into it, rabbits make more sense to me than cattle. Um, I think, I don't know, Some maybe somebody could actually do the math on that and figure that out, but you might be able to feed more people per year on rabbit than you could on beef. It would just take a could. hell of a lot more rabbits. Hell of a lot more rabbits. Yeah, but, you know, like you said, do the math. Maybe the input cost is less and the output is better, possibly. Oh, I mean, Joe Plus, raised rabbits. I raised rabbits. I had, I had a large herd 
when I was a teenager, I owned 125 rabbits. Um, these were show rabbits, but I also had a whole bunch of meat rabbits. All the rabbits that were not going to make the cut for show, they were sold as meat rabbits. So, um, you know, that's kind of an industry we have some experience with. Well, that's another thing that you can that you can use livestock to make money off of. You don't just make money off of the resource. You make money off of, I mean, I think we've talked about bull sperm before. There's thousands and thousands and millions of dollars to be made off of Big time. just bloodlines alone. Yeah. So, you know, that's a different subject, I suppose. But uh, another thing I really like about rabbits is I fucking love chicken. But chickens are fucking disgusting to me. I hate them. But rabbit tastes just like chicken. I mean, damn, it's just like chicken. Hell, it's even better than chicken. I love rabbit meat. Sorry, Keith, I see that now. <laughs> I used to love rabbit meat. Uh, I can't eat it anymore. Why? Uh, I developed an allergy to it around about 17, 18 years old. No oh, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I also developed an allergy to bee stings yeah, when happen. I became an adult. I, I wasn't allergic to bees when I was a kid, so... Um, yeah, just one of those things that happened. I I could raise rabbits. I just, it's not the fur that I'm allergic to. No, me, I'm the opposite. I, I could eat a rabbit all day long. But man, that rabbit dander, I'd go to an oh. ARBA show and I would be miserable all goddamn day. I'd be standing up there with my coat on mm-hmm. next to the rest of the showers, just snot dripping down my fucking face. Eyes all swollen up. Oh, my God. And I, I didn't raise meat rabbits. I raised, you know, wool rabbits. And that was a thousand times worse. It was horrible. Well, I'll be picking your guys' brains. I never, I've raised just some pet rabbits, but I've never raised meat rabbits before. So There's no such thing as a rabbit that's not a meat rabbit. You I know, but I'm saying... Uh, but there is a difference, and I want to explain is. that to people. On fed and stuff. We, we call them a four-class or a six-class rabbit, yeah, and that's six based class on rabbits how it... The meat rabbits. They're a meat rabbit, a commercial rabbit. Um, they're the larger breeds, like your New Zealand, Satins, Californians. Flemish giants are huge. They're like oh, yeah. a, a, a hare. Um, Belgian hare. Belgian hare. Uh, so those are your meat rabbits. They just have the better body type uh, for the meat. Mm-hmm. Then there are fancy breeds, and they don't have a whole lot of meat on them, but they've got a lot fancier fur, a lot different fur. It's yep. finer. It's it's just a lot nicer. The rexes, uh, mini rex, your your lops, satins. Your, uh, yeah, the lops. No, yep. satins are those are all commercial. Those, but the a satin though, a satin though is is satin kind is of both. both. They they have it's a, a six really class rabbit, fur. but the 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 pelt on a satin is mm-hmm. is great, amazing. And my New Zealand's had satin fur. Uh, that's why I won trophies with them. Yeah, that's but, another reason uh, folks should get get their kids into 4-H. It's just so much fun going and doing is. the work learning learning the standard of perfection 
and uh, but uh, being able to judge your own that, rabbits and and start the good bloodlines. The people that you meet, the friends that you make through 4-H that will last a lifetime. I mean, incredible people. That's my most fond memories from 4-H are the people. Yeah, same. I wasn't there to win trophies. I did win some trophies, don't get me wrong, with rabbits, but not with my large animals. And I showed cattle, I showed hogs, I showed sheep. Uh, I was involved in every way I could be with 4-H, and it was all for the people. Yep, it's the, it's the connections you make along the way. And it's okay to test out different clubs, too, if you have multiple clubs in your, oh, your area, yeah. because and, I didn't have the greatest time in my one club, but then going into FFA and stuff like that in high school, it was the people was where it's and at. 4-H isn't just about these uh, agriculture-related projects. You don't have to take an animal. They have projects for uh, baseball card collecting, woodworking, sewing, cooking, photography, the photography. Uh, archery, anything. Uh, small engines, welding, the sky's the limit on these things. So uh, it's just a, a, a very good, wholesome program that teaches children the life skills that they don't necessarily get in school well yeah that's you're right and do you remember the 4-h pledge i pledge my head to clear, head to clear thinking, thinking my heart, my to, heart greater to greater loyalty my, my hands to larger, larger service, service and my, my health, health to, better, to living. better living for my club, club my, my community, community my country, my country and, my world. and my world i had to put my hands behind my back when i said that <laughs> do the whole thing but yeah, yeah that's it um 4-H was started right here in our hometown. Yes, it um, was. A.B. Graham. A.B. Graham, the namesake of our high school, our alma mater. Um, and it's spread clear around the world now. So um, That's something to be proud of right there. I'm, I'm, I'm it proud is. To, it is. to have roots in that and to, be, to have been a part of it. Right. I'm a 10-year alumni. Um, and like I said, I did everything in the world in 4 H. I'll be right back. But yeah, 4 H 4 H is a great organization to to get into because it it's not just about agriculture or livestock or doing a project and seeing it through, which are all great things, but like like we were talking about, Keith, it's meeting the people, making the connections. And it, it'll it'll help you just make yourself a more well-rounded individual. Keith, what projects did you sort of projects did you take when you were in 4-H? So when I was in 4-H, I did photography, I did some archery, uh, traditional archery, um, and then also did some sheep projects at the end. Did you? Cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. I mean, who who didn't like spending a week at the fair? Sometimes being a, at the fair for a week was a chore, but in the end, looking back, shit. All I really want is a big old cup of fair French fries 
doused in vinegar and salt. That's just, oh. there's nothing better. Fair food. fries and corn dogs and food lemon shake-ups. Texas tenderloins. <gasps> oh, sugar waffles. Oh, elephant ears. Yeah, dude. Funnel, Funnel cake. cake. Yeah. Walking tacos. Hell yeah. Yeah, the lemon shake-ups. In the mercantile building. I'd go in there and get fucking yardsticks and rulers and pencils fly and swatters. pens and magnets and fly swatters. And, that was and, every year. And hand fans. Now make sure you go through and get a few fly swatters. <laughs> yeah, dude. All the, hey, go vote for us. Yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little did I know those were the most evil motherfuckers in the building. <laughs> right. <laughs> Able. Oh, those were well, good times, though. I'm pretty sure I got my first boner at fair. <laughs> I can't talk about what happened at fair yet. We need to move on to a new topic now. Okay. We don't need to talk about fair anymore. Hey, what do you guys think about? Well, let me rephrase this. What do you guys make of this unidentified flying object that just went over the country? The balloon? The Uh, balloon. The first thing I know (laughs) is it's not unidentified. It was a Chinese. Chinese? They admitted to it. They did? Yeah. Okay. Xi Jinping's pissed because we shot down his balloon. Yep. What about but, the one over in Latin America? So we had two. We had one that was over like um, Montana, and it went over all the way to the Atlantic. And then there's one in Canada that's right above Montana still. Supposedly, it's still there. Supposedly, yeah. I got a lot to say about this. I got a lot to say about this. Uh, it it shouldn't have when when we first. Uh, saw that it was over the Aleutians in Alaska. Mm-hmm. We should have shot it down right then and there. No. No, no, no. You can't get any further. This is American airspace. Fuck yourself. I do know that the Air Force had been tracking it for a while. Of course they had. We have the most advanced tracking, tracking system in, in the history of the world. Yeah, we knew it was there. Um, and it took Biden until like Wednesday to say, okay, yeah, let's shoot it down. Then the the geniuses at the Pentagon somehow were like, well, let's wait until it gets all the way across America <coughs> and gets over the ocean before we shoot it down. We don't want, you know, we don't want any debris to rain down and cause any damage. Fuck you shouldn't have got that far. You should have shot it down as soon as you fucking saw it. They didn't want regular Americans to be able to have access to the debris, and that's the biggest reason, I think. Mm-hmm. They did. They wanted to make an easier cleanup time, and the only people that they had to fucking fight off is people out on boats in the middle of the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. And boats send to sink quite often so if you don't comply you don't have a boat because they're gonna poke a hole in it real fast well if if they don't have the balls to uh shoot down a balloon from china they better not have the balls to sink 
an American vessel in U.S. territorial waters. But the, it, when it comes to cleanup, this is this is my thoughts on it. Wouldn't it be easier to just pick the shit up off the ground after we shot it down in Montana where nobody fucking lives? And maybe, maybe be able to gather some intelligence from, from the remains or the wreckage. Mm. But now we're off the Atlantic coast around South North Carolina with dive teams and, and, and heavy cranes on naval warships trying to pull this ship shit up from the bottom of the ocean. What, what, what? Again, it's all about people having access. We have enough technology simply that we know of, you know, even going from the air museum and stuff that they would easily be able to shoot it. It start falling and they'd be able to capture it with another plane or something going by hanging up on a hook and be able to take it from the air. Yeah, you couldn't you can't tell me that it took an F twenty two what what was the missile they used with an aim? I think it was the aim six or something like that. Yeah, like why did why did we have to use our stealth technology fighter to shoot this bitch down? The only thing that, that they're saying is no. because of the high altitude that we had to go to be able to shoot that off. And it's like okay Sure. That's on a... We saw it from the ground. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like they're trying to say it this way. Yeah. But we're, were like, rednecks shooting we're not after shotguns. We're not hey, guys, dumb. <laughs> guys, guys. There is so much fucking smoke and mirrors going on here. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And here's my point, and I posted on Facebook about this. It's 2023 now. We have billion-dollar spy planes flying 24 hours a day, seven days a week, doing surveillance. They fly so high and so fast, a missile can't catch them. Radar can barely even see them. We have satellites that can do all of this. Why? Why a balloon? Why a balloon? PSYOP. China is not 60, 70. 80 years behind us in technology. This isn't 1910. Nobody's using balloons anymore. No, but they are about 30 years behind us. What is this really? That's been my get-go. Is it really China? Okay, I don't... uh, At this point, yeah, they they admitted it's theirs. But they did say that it was a civilian, a civilian craft. And they used the term force majeure and keith you put this bbc article in our uh show notes so i read through a little bit of it i didn't get all the way through it but they used the term force majeure let me see here um it essentially they're saying that it was a civilian aircraft that was flown and blew Flew out of control into our airspace and used the term force majeure. Force majeure means that again, it was out of their control and and they they couldn't help it and and bullshit. 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 I I, conspiracy theory time. Uh, I think this was something that they were using 
to 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 piss us off as the American people to to sow division because they've already they've been doing that for decades. They've been doing it. They've used TikTok. They've been buying all kinds of land. They've been uh, infiltrating our elected officials. <coughs> Eric Swalwell. Mm-hmm. And um, like, they really think we're all that dumb. I mean, a lot of us are. I mean, a lot of us vote Democrat. So we are that dumb sometimes. But why a balloon? Because it's cheap. And because they knew that our administration and our elected officials would sit there and let it happen because they knew some Karen somewhere would complain because a piece or two of that thing fell down in their pasture in Montana. Uh, We all know why they were in Montana. That's where the nukes are. Here's my question. Okay. Well, yeah, of I'm course. If they're going to start some shit, they might as well be able to gather some intel simultaneously. Right. Yeah, start some shit, gather some intel, whatever. What is the policy for dealing with an unidentified aircraft entering into American airspace? That's what I want to know. What is the FAA guideline? What is the United States Air Force? The Air National Guard guideline on protecting and securing the airspace over continental United States. Don't know. Because they were tracking this. They knew it was coming. Was this handled the same way any other unidentified aircraft would be? Did we have F-16s up there fucking spotting along with this thing, scouting it out? Didn't seem so. I I don't know. I don't think there was any of our aircraft anywhere near it until they shot it down. Now, why? Why not? If I left, if I personally made a balloon and sent it off from here in Ohio, I'm betting you that the Air National Guard for Ohio would be up on it, watching the fuck out of it with stuff. Right yeah, somebody would away. be right there, and you'd be contacted shortly after about it. I right. Mean, they're not. It, it's quick on how fast that we would know. They're going to want to know you're what the license for that. You don't right. have a call Here's sign. the thing. You don't. You, you don't have, have a flat planned. Bingo. Right. You need a license. Your aircraft needs a license. All of this. Uh, your flight plan and everything needs to be on file with the FAA before and approved. Your manifest, you have to everything. do this for a drone now. Yep. So you can't Uh-oh. just put a balloon up there flying around like this. It doesn't yeah, make sense. It, none of this the makes sense. The response doesn't make sense. It's I, all I, smoke I, and mirrors. I don't I, buy a bit of this fucking story. I don't buy it's Chinese. Maybe it is Chinese. But the whole fucking story stinks. I agree. It doesn't add up. I agree. Well, well, there are there's more to it than that. I, I, I'm seeing reports that this sort of thing happened, unbeknownst to us, under Trump. 
because my my first reaction was Biden's such a pussy. Why wouldn't he just shoot it down? He's so worried about what Xi Jinping and the CCP are going to say if he shoots down their balloon. Blah 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 blah. You know, that's my first reaction. And then I see some stories about how this happened under Trump once or twice, and I'm like, really? Because Trump don't seem like the type of president to just take this with a grain of salt and say, oh, it's just a weather balloon. You, go ahead, China, fly it over the United States. No. Trump would shoot that motherfucker down with with a quickness, no hesitation. So mm. I, I I hate Trump. What about isms? I I do too. Uh, I'm guilty <laughs> right now. But but the more I read about this, the more I came to my own conclusion that um, none of us heard about the balloons under Trump if they actually happened. And then I start to thinking about, well, how did we hear about this one? Well, the media. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't we have heard about that under Trump? Why wouldn't have Trump known about it? Because all I can see is that not just Trump, but uh, the cabinet and a, a lot of these uh, uh, high-level ranking officials they didn't know about it either they're all coming out and going what do you mean i didn't i didn't know about no fucking balloon flying over texas and florida well shit we would have still be hearing about it if it did happen yeah yeah That's yeah so, thing, so so that leads me down a rabbit hole with my the way my tinfoil hat brain works is uh the conclusion for me is yeah maybe it did happen but maybe maybe our huge bureaucracy hid it from the people that should know about it because they knew that Trump and his administration would have shot it down. And then Eric Swalwell <laughs> wouldn't have got his dick sucked by that Chinese spy one more time because they didn't get the intel they wanted because we shot it down. That's a quite a roundabout way to say what I'm trying to say, but well, I get what you're saying, and that's one hell of a Tom Clancy storyline right there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I think under Trump, it was hidden because if Trump would have known about it, or his administration would have known about it, or Mattis would have known about it. It would have been gone. Okay. But under the Biden administration, they let it come out into the light. And now he's he's got this heroic thing where he didn't shoot it up, shoot it down over the United States because he didn't want anybody to get hurt. So by God, when it finally got the Atlantic Ocean, he shot it down. And now they're going to look into it and see what this is all about. And Taiwan and stuff, right? Right? Right. Yeah. What if... Now, I've seen a lot of conspiracy theorists out there claim that they sent this thing over here because it's going to uh, drop a new COVID virus on us. And oh, that's a little stupid, I think. That's a little outside of the realm of uh, probability here. Well, it is possible. It's not probable. Um, 
if you really wanted to infect a populace with a virus, the best water. way to do it is the water source, not air dispersal. But what they could do is they could seriously hurt agriculture in this country by releasing something as simple as a non-native fungus an invasive species that could wipe out the agriculture in this country and i got news for you folks without agriculture this country is going to go down fast this is still a heavily agrarian economy vomitoxin uh, uh, no, i worse. wasn't even getting at that i wasn't getting at that and i'm not trying to start a conspiracy theory here I'm just saying it would be more likely that the Chinese would try to destroy the agriculture industry than they would try to poison everybody with a virus. Yeah, I don't think that's... I, I, I agree with you. I think what's more likely is their desire to sow unrest. That's all. I think that's probably the most likely scenario here. They just did it to start shit. They just did it to sow unrest divide with the means or with the end the means is divide the end is to conquer i, I really think that's the most likely scenario here they 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 well, knew what we were how we were going to react they they see the 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 dichotomy well, we have in our in our politics and our culture I mean, we are justified in shooting down any aircraft over airspace. A foreign aircraft mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. Come on. Everybody in the country agreed to shoot it down. It's just when. As far as I can see, I don't see anybody saying that we should have just let it go and ignore it. Nobody's saying that. I think the argument is over when they should have shot it down, over Montana or over the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, um, I Montana's pretty sparsely populated, so I think they had a shot there. But For someone to tell me that we didn't know it was here until it got over Montana, I don't fucking believe you, because we knew no. it was there as soon as it hit the Aleutian Islands in Alaska. It crossed over Russia, because of course Russia's going to let China do whatever the fuck they want over Russian well, airspace, Joe, and then it know, came over through the, the Aleutians. You know how weather works and how air moves. And yes. when it came into the country, it could have been at a much higher altitude. And then it came down as it crossed the Rockies. There's a lot of weather disturbance there that, you know, goes up into upper atmosphere. Um, a lot of things can change. Maybe it wasn't spotted by the average civilian eye until it made it to Montana. It was too high until then. However, the hell with that. The military yeah, knew it was there. They did. Every report I've read said that it was spotted over They've the Aleutian Islands. It was spotted so, over Alaska. Moving from, did... moving from the west towards the east. Why did we not shoot it down over the North Pacific? Did we ever send an aircraft up to investigate? Don't know. Why wouldn't we have? We would have had to. Um, like I said, like, listen, that's going to be the exactly. first thing, no matter what. They're going to send you something. Know, 
they got backed link. off. This, I'm sure this wasn't being this wasn't being tracked from some ground radar site. No, no, no. These this was satellites. being tracked from AWACS orbiting satellites, uh, aircraft in high orbit, keeping an eye on airspace. That's how they were tracking this thing. We were up there. We're up yep. there every day. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And I guarantee you, we, we know what's going on. That fucking balloon within That's two what minutes. I'm saying. That's what there I'm saying. There are Air Force bases all across this country. And I don't care point, if it was if it was a, a Chinese balloon or if it was a Russian MiG or if it was a, a some 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 Cubans in a bathtub trying to make it. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Exactly. Stop it now. (laughs) Figure out what's going on here and make a good decision. I got another good comparison and I just made it there. Let's say this was in the water and it's a boat unidentified comes strolling up into American waters. Does the Coast Guard go out and intercept that boat? Yep. You're goddamn right they do. They stop it. You're not just rolling up on American shores unidentified. You're not doing it. So. I mean, that that there poses the question. Why did we just let it fucking happen? Why didn't we stop it? Nobody can answer that. With with a good a good answer a believable answer, this answer of well we didn't want to shoot it down over American soil because we didn't want anybody to get hurt we didn't want the debris to cause any damage or loss of life or injury you I had know. plenty of the I'm... when we when we first started tracking this thing you can't tell me it was over Alaska and the Aleutian Islands which is Pacific. It was over the Pacific. It, we probably knew it. We probably knew it was up there when it left China. We probably saw it come up from the ground in China. Your AWACS. Russia watched it the whole time. Fuck yeah, they knew. We've been watching it. It ain't. It's not really news. So, so that 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 reason, that argument, that well, we couldn't shoot it down oh, until it passed over the entire continental United States. They could have shot right. it down before it got here. They could have shot it down before it got here and caused no damage to 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 U.S. territory. Uh, my, so fuck that. What's the real reason? My thing too is why did we have to use the AIM six to sit there and shoot it down? We have plenty of lasers that we could just sit there and just be like, Boop. yeah. You why don't not? even why? see it. It just Holes Wait a minute! It's drops. a balloon. It's a fucking balloon. It's a balloon. Right. Exactly. Use the guns. Go to the guns. Right. Yeah. All you, you could... gotta do is hit it with one round. They should have and... sent a warthog up there to burn that bastard. You know what exactly. I'm saying, boys? Exactly. A ten style. I mean, A tens don't get up that high, really. But no, they don't. But it would have been badass to use one of our uh, antique <laughs> pieces of armament to to take down their balloon that that just adds insult to injury for the chinese but uh, i digress it, it, it should have gone down well, i'm sorry uh as soon as it entered our in their last in the ocean. all right mm. 
we move past, you know, medieval weaponry. <laughs> I know who needs to get to the bottom of all this. James O'Keefe. Because that guy's oh. a little bit of a hound dog, ain't he? Yeah, he is. Are uh, you, you uh, segueing into some Project Veritas I shit? I am segueing like, like I was riding one of them scooters through New York City. You know, right down that street that Pfizer's on and looking at that billboard truck parked out front. Running over all the needles and homeless people with your, your fucking segue. Yeah. <laughs> you got some fucking... 30 inch wheels on your Segway. Oh, yeah. Boom bucks. Mowing down. However. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. Going too far. I'm going too far. But the, the, the video screen truck that James O'Keefe had parked in front of Pfizer's her headquarters in New York City was ballsy, dude. You, I don't know if you guys saw this. I didn't. Uh, not by the way, for this. our listeners, James O'Keefe is the head of Project Veritas, who just exposed Pfizer's plans to use gain-of-function research to keep people taking their vaccines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They've been doing some real shady shit, and our good friends, everybody's good friends at Project Veritas, uh, basically blew the spotlight up on them. For for those listeners that don't know who Project Veritas is, it's an investigative journalism company. Uh, and they've been under fire a lot because they've been accused of uh, shady shit, shady shit, clipping, clipping interviews, uh, you know, and, and stuff like that, and showing only the apparent. Well, some uh, of their surveillance techniques aren't legal. Well, yeah. Well, I don't like that, but but you know, do the ends justify the means? In this case, I'd say so. Are they the government? No. Mm. There you go. Not at all. They're independent. So yeah, Project Veritas exposed uh, the the director of oh what is it? What are the directors at uh, at Pfizer, who is in charge of? Uh, mRNA research and stuff. Uh, they're they're literally talking about mutating the SARS-CoV-2 virus so that they can quote keep up with the potential mutations of the virus and stay ahead of that with vaccines. I guess I shouldn't have said quote because I just pulled that out of my ass. But that's what they said. They want to mutate the virus themselves and then create a vaccine for all these different mutations. That's fucking gain-of-function research. Yes, it is. It's illegal in the United States and most developed countries in the Western world. And the reason why it's illegal is because it's dangerous. That's how epidemics and pandemics start, because it always, always, always gets leaked and people die. Ebola? Yep. Ebola was leaked, and you cannot fucking tell me that SARS-CoV-2 was not leaked from a lab in Wuhan 
as a result of gain-of-function research. All the evidence points to that. There's, uh, how is there any question here? It wasn't, it wasn't coming from a bat in a wet market in China somewhere. There was, this was a lab in Wuhan funded by the NIH in the United States, led by Anthony Fauci. It's what the, all, all the evidence shows. So, so now we've got Pfizer on American soil doing the same fucking thing with a virus that killed a million Americans. Keith, that looks Jordan tasty. Walker, Doctor Jordan Walker. Yeah, that's a uh, Pfizer uh, yeah. CEO who is. He's not a CEO. He did, he's a director, leads director. research, uh, leads R and D for mRNA projects at Pfizer. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I this is what I love about James O'Keefe's organization. It it his his means are questionable. Damn it! This uh, this almost feels like this almost feels like uh, the Maquis and Deep Space Nine, or 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 even more so uh, Section Thirty One, where the 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 government or the federation or whoever has a set of guidelines. They have a constitution. But then there's this offshoot of rogue agents that do the dirty work, violate violate the laws, violate the preconceptions of of the foundation of that federation or, or United States. They do the dirty work to get the results that protect the people. Protect. Now, I'm not I'm not condoning this sort of thing because I'm all about law and order. But God damn it, James O'Keefe, I tip my hat to you, my friend. He he does good work. He's exposed a bunch of bullshit, and it proves to me that our government and our media and our tech companies they're they're all corrupt. They're all in cahoots. Oh. And for them, for them to say that they are the resistance—that's ridiculous. Suck my asshole! You're not the resistance; you're the problem. All of it. So, so but let's talk about the fact that nobody's talking about this. The only the only outlets I see talking about this are conservative outlets like the Daily Wire and. I don't know, but I assume Fox News is probably talking about this. Um, Crowder's yes. probably talking about this. But you don't see this shit on CNN, I bet you fucking anything. If you see something on it, see something on CNN about this, it's to 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 slander James O'Keefe. Those are the only yeah. arguments I've ever seen against oh. James O'Keefe. Yeah, but his slander articles are being funded by... George Soros. Pfizer. Oh. (laughs) Same thing. They're funding hit pieces on him to discredit him. 
Yeah, well, that's that's how propaganda works. I'll be right back, guys. Well, this is just further proof of the asymmetrical warfare that the American people are under. Um, it's happening in every way. Propaganda is their weapon. And they don't have to fool all of us. They only have to fool half of us. It's a democracy. If they get 51% of the people to believe the bullshit, they have won. It's just... It's frustrating. Because we're continually called crazy or conspiracy theorists or they just outright try to discredit us by calling us ignorance and rednecks and racists and every other horrible name they can think of. And that's and right. in the end, they're faced with the exact reality that we tried to tell them about. That's why, man, like I say that you don't keep quiet, you keep talking. If you go quiet about it and you don't talk some sense into some people there's not going to be an end to it that's going to be favorable to the way that we would like it to outcome this uh, this vaccine issue is becoming a touchy subject because everything aside the shit that you hear the people that you know around you there are more people having issues. There's blood clots. There's heart attacks. There's all kinds of shit happening. People are dying. It does Big point time. back to the vaccines, and it makes mm-hmm. people scared because they bought into everything that they were told for two years, all the gloom and doom and the Armageddon game that the media played about COVID, and everybody had to go out and get the vaccine to keep their jobs and it wasn't going to hurt you. And so everybody's... And it's, and it's going to prevent the spread. Scared. Everybody is scared now, and they don't want to admit that, you know what? This might have been a bad idea. Nobody wants to admit that they actually put their family at greater risk by getting a vaccine than if they had just rode COVID out. Yeah. And I mean, that, you, that's you the can't part. blame people for making the decisions that they did. Everybody's got to make the decision for their own family. That was our whole point throughout COVID. You can't force people to get the vaccine. You have to allow people to make that decision. Well, that's the fundamental basis of our country, by the way. That wasn't just COVID that brought that about. The family. Right. The individual. Not the government. Well, Leave the me ability, the fuck alone. And the ability to choose, the individual's ability to choose for himself. This wasn't a government decision. Well, it's it not, wasn't it, an employer Let's use decision. a different word. Let's use a different word. Not the ability, the right. It's a negative uh, yes. right. Okay, let's actually use that word in its proper context. The right to choose for yourself. Yes. You as the individual. Mm-hmm. It's not up to the government to make these kind of choices, but they took it upon themselves to make it for you. And they Power told grab. you all, if you didn't let them do this for you, you're going to die. Your family members are going to die. Granny and grandpa are going to die. They told us that. 
if you don't go get this vaccine, you are killing your grandmother and grandfather. I think I remember Joe Biden saying those exact fucking words. So, yeah, it pisses me off. Yeah, what pisses right. me off is how they so blatantly lied to all of us, and they're going to get away with it scot-free. And honestly, we should be building fucking guillotines right in front of the Washington Monument and letting heads roll. Yes. That's Thank exactly you. what we should be doing right now, regardless of Republican or Democrat. Oh. If you helped, if you were implicated, if you were complicit, you're treason on the gallows. Treason. Okay, this is where I come in. The legal stance of Campfire, a podcast, is that you do not act upon anything that is like that to put us in any way, shape, or form no, trouble. So do what you will at your own risk. Thank you very much. No, we're not, we're not advocating violence. Uh, <laughs> right. What we are advocating is thinking for yourself and protecting your family. Right. And that's but the thing. not at the expense of anyone else. Correct. But so what you I know, meant by that, and that's and by that's the thing. up on the gallows is they need to be tried. Due process, thank you. Yes, yes due have process. the evidence laid out, and have everybody in the country agree that this motherfucker is guilty. Right. They were yeah. complicit in every step of this, and now they will swing. And yeah, I do mean bring back hanging for this. This is such a capital offense. This is a treason <laughs> like it's never been committed in history. I agree. No, I agree. This wasn't an attack on the country. It was an attack on every single individual. They came after your kids, folks. Think about that. Yeah. They come after your kids. Well, and the, and the thing is, you know, you were talking about, you know, the the idea that you're you're killing grandparents and old people and the vulnerable, but if if you don't take this vaccine, you all these people are going to die. Society. But our vaccine will will prevent you from spreading it to those people who are so vulnerable and that they, they, they just can't they can't combat the virus so it's your it's your patriotic duty to take oh, this vaccine they, no they've that, removed that's you from proven, society it's proven that it'll it'll reduce transmission and but you know in in 2 years we'll come out with the evidence that it did not reduce transmission at all but for now, you're going to kill everybody. Because, seriously, that evidence yeah. is there now. It did not reduce transmission. It reduced your symptoms a little bit. And, and it did help some of the more severely vulnerable, vulnerable people from dying of COVID-19. But it didn't reduce transmission. It didn't Listen. save grandma. It didn't save grandpa. It, it was a, a lie. lie. It, it, a the evidence percentage. shows that they they knew not too far into this thing that their vaccine wasn't going to do what they said it did. Yep. That's why they started coming up with boosters. And that's why we have people uh, you know uh, yeah, well yeah that no the booster thing was for money just like this gain of research thing is. Uh, it's it's all about money and power, but you know that that evidence was there. They knew about it. 
not in the beginning, but maybe in the beginning or shortly thereafter, and they fucking lied. They're lying to us about a weather balloon, too. Mm-hmm. Man. Just think back to the beginning. I remember it vividly because, hell, I was in Vegas for my wedding when COVID really hit. I mean, me and my wife literally were shutting the lights off as we left Vegas. It was right there that week when they shut everything down. We had to move our flight to get out of town early because things were shutting down. It became a ghost town. It was spooky. And what I'm getting at here is this entire country was absolutely on edge. And it was completely unnecessary. I went a month and a half without a paycheck. That'll put you on fucking edge. They did this intentionally. I hate to do this. I can't believe I'm about to say this, boys. They did this intentionally to hurt Trump. Yep. I think it was all about hurting Trump. I do, too. And it, it, it exploded on him. Maybe it got out of control on him, but here we are. They hurt every single American for a political gain. I don't think it was malicious that they were trying to kill Americans and all this. I think no. they were simply trying to do something for political gain. And they which, do things without which equates to power. That's power. That's all they it's, want. Yes. Power. A power trip. Power and, grab. And, and, to, and to set the precedent that they could do this again in the future. The next time another virus or another fungus or some other uh, good luck. horrible thing came about that was an apparent threat to humanity, they could, you know, enact this this certain part of whatever law they pushed through and grab all this power and do whatever the fuck they wanted. That's what it was. But I also think they've, you know, played their hand here. This is now the boy who cried wolf. And the next time they come out and they say, oh, my God, we've got this horrible crisis and national emergency and government's the only one that can save you. There's going to be a lot of us that go, "Mm, no, I remember 2020. You know, I lived it. Yeah, well, that's what TikTok's for. That's what TikTok and social media and and all this shit's for is to make us forget. Keep us dumb. Make us forget what happened three years ago. So one thing, though, with that line of thinking is that now that Netflix is going to stop it from sharing passwords and stuff. Well, they say that every two months. I know, but if it actually follows through, I think you're going to have a big red pill situation with a lot of people because they're not going to be mind-numbingly on Netflix and start looking at things that are actually happening. Oh, they still got Disney up their ass, and and it's everywhere. It is hey, so ingrained Disney's into CEO the that we're receiving. About a month ago, Disney's CEO came out and said, you know what? We're done with all this woke shit. We're done with all this government shit. We're going to start making entertainment for you and your kids again. Bullshit. Show me. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I'm hesitant to say, yeah, great, great, random, wonderful. Let's do this. 
show me. Please show me. But the phrase, you go woke, you go broke, that that really bears weight in in our citizenry. Like, we don't want to hear this shit. That We don't want to be fed a bunch of lies. We don't want to be shown that these companies hate us because we like our families and our kids and and traditional values the asymmetrical warfare i was just talking about it's there it is it's there and that's part of what the balloon thing is honestly you think it was a distraction yeah I mean, maybe not a distraction, but uh, something to uh, grab our attention and force us to form an opinion and take sides and show our virtue by what side we chose to take. Because virtue, virtue is a currency these days. Uh, yeah. Virtue is a currency, and... And social media has exacerbated that disease in our culture, oh, yes. in Western culture, the where you, you don't you don't actually have to do anything to make a difference. All you have to do is wake up one day and say, you know what? Cut the dicks off of teenage boys that think they're girls. That's their right. It's, you know, their truth. And I'm going to post on social media about it, and I'm going to go to work and make a big fuss about it, and you know that that's the currency. I'm I'm valuable because I said some things. I didn't do anything about it. But what happens if you express the wrong opinion? You know what happens to you? Well, let me tell you what could happen to you. They're going to come down on you. Big Brother's going to freeze your assets, going to freeze your bank account. And if they've done it to one private citizen, they can do it to any. And they, well, they have do it in it Canada all the fucking time. So just because you had the wrong idea that somebody didn't agree with, they're going to destroy your whole life. They may not put you in jail, but they'll get you some other way. This is kind of like why Biden needs how many more IRS agents? What's that fucking bullshit? 250,000 more agents? 87,000. Well, at any rate, it's weaponizing the IRS to bankrupt people who disagree politically. Well, we've been doing this since the Obama administration. Do you remember when uh, Lois Lerner at the IRS? Yeah was instructed by Biden himself to target grassroots nonprofit organizations. Yep. They audited them and they bankrupted them and we never heard from them again. They shut down political opposition mm-hmm. by using a government agency. Yeah. Um, of, of unelected officials. These are bureaucrats. We didn't elect these people. That makes a world of difference to me. Huge. There's a lot of fixing to do here in this country. 
Yep, but let's not lose sight of a good of a good fact that what we're doing here in this country since 1776 has worked better than anything in world history. This is the best. It is. And it's I will say best. I'm not going to claim that it's perfect because it's not, but this is a system that is designed to to grow and to evolve over time. Um, it's just growing and evolving the wrong way. Uh, political corruption, uh, I'm, so much of it is caused by politicians who serve their self-interest before the country's best interest. Well, that's that that it's it's pl- it's pretty simple. Why? Um, the the founding principles of this country were designed by our founding fathers based upon uh, the Enlightenment and and Greek philosophy and, and several other notions to prevent our system from leaning towards tyranny because those folks recognize that any system, any hierarchy, any system leans toward corruption and tyranny. But our founding fathers, again, motivated by Greek philosophy and the Enlightenment, recognized that and designed a system that was more resilient against tyranny. Now, since the founding of our country and and the drafting and passing of our Bill of Rights, those principles have been circumvented by things like propaganda, by things like uh, the divide and conquer idea, uh, make us fat, happy, and comfortable, and then feed us a bunch of bullshit. That's how these things yeah. are circumvented. Bread and circuses. Yeah. Wag oh, the dog yeah. sort of shit. Yep. But I, I don't care. I mean, I do care, but I still, I still stand by the idea that our system is the best so far. Show me another system that worked better. I'm waiting. There isn't one. All the other Western countries in the world and even countries that are still developing, they're clamoring to reach the level of freedom and the level of uh, individualism that we enjoy here in the United States and the rest of the Western world, but mostly the United States. All the, the rest of the Western world, they were all monarchs before before 1776 well not all of them there were well france 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 didn't know how to do democracy we refined it well yeah there was based on class there was only democracy for the bourgeois well yeah that but it was also just pure democracy there was no representative democracy there was no federalism there's it no was electoral college. No, it was. You're right. It was pure democracy where majority ruled, and that's it. 
So when the majority hit 51%, 49% of the people had their rights trampled upon. So our founding fathers devised a system where that wouldn't happen. It either had to be a supermajority, go, go through the electoral college, or get fucked when it's not happening. Yep. Because the Electoral College is so evil, you know. It's just that... It's only evil every four years. I'm going to be straight up. If you don't like the Electoral College, it's because you're not fucking smart enough to understand how it works. Point and simple. And you know why the Electoral College exists? Because people aren't fucking smart enough to elect a president. So congratulations the electoral college that you hate so much exists because of you. <laughs> I've never heard it put more eloquently than that. <laughs> oh shit! I'm, I give you a round of applause for that. That's there's, that's the most poignant thing you've ever said. <laughs> oh, Jesus. If that pissed you off, well, go read a fucking book about why the electoral college exists. God, Jesus Christ! It it amazes me. I'm I'm not a fucking scholar. I I like history. I, I I like that sort of thing. But shit, I didn't I didn't excel in that sort of thing in school. I didn't continue reading books on it after school. I did, but it's just like common knowledge. It shouldn't it be? Well, I mean, okay, so in, in Ohio, back in our day, we were all required to take a government class and an economics class yeah. that taught us about the American form of government and our American eco- economic system and how it all works. But it was all the propaganda came, for money. The, pro- <clears throat> the problem here came where this was an absolute requirement to graduate in Ohio. And most of us, even those of us on the college prep path, we couldn't fit it into our schedule until our senior year. And being something we had to have, so many of these teachers would just pencil whip it and pass people. We had teachers, we had a teacher, he was a wonderful teacher, but the way that he taught the class, it was impossible to fail. He went over every single question for the homework in class, wrote it out on the board, word for word, including- Like a robot. Like a robot. And everybody sat there in class just scribbling it down off the board and handed in. And everybody got passed in that class. Did anybody actually learn? Not unless they actually fucking wanted to. Yep. They were handed the answers for the test and passed on a course. And they think they know government now. But they never actually absorbed the information when they were given it. By the way, his protege is just as good, if not better, of a teacher than he was. Are you, you know who I'm talking about? That helps out on the football field? Yes, sir. I love he's him. A, he was a great teacher. A, I had him when he first started. Yeah, he was, he was a awkward. student teacher our senior, junior but or senior I'm year. I'm telling you what, this guy is an amazing historian. He knows American history better than probably anybody. This yeah, he's probably the smartest him. person in Champaign County. This dude... Uh, is is amazing yeah. and he's there a great people, teacher 
there were a lot of people that didn't like him because he had some uh, idiosyncrasies and just little things he would do in class. He was a nerd. He's a nerd. But you get him talking about like the Civil War, World War II, and this guy would get so excited. And he's kind of a heavy set guy, but he'd start jumping around the classroom, man. He would. It was incredible. And he's just an absolute genius. Really is. Apparently, he knows his football, too. Yeah, he does. So. Yep. Yeah, you, yep. you got to hand it to those really good teachers that 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 made us who we are. <laughs> We've been going for a while, haven't we? Well, yeah, we covered dude. a lot of ground. We bitched about a lot of shit. We pissed some people off. I think we, that's a pretty good show for us. We might be accused of inciting violence after tonight's episode. And if that's well, the case, y'all can go fuck yourselves. Stay home and be peaceful. Jesus, I know Christ, that doesn't matter because Trump said it too. An instruction and... manual. I'm not telling you to do shit. I'm telling you to consider shit. Motherfucker. We do not condone anything that you do at your own risk. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> if you do something stupid, go fuck yourself. I didn't tell you to do it. You're a dumb son of a bitch. Don't break the law. And please don't stop. hurt anybody. God <laughs> damn. Why, why do we? This it's so fucking dumb that we have to go to such extreme lengths to denounce violence and law breaking. Like what? Yeah, doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Anyways, thank you all for listening to this episode. Episode 7. Thanks, folks. Yeah, well, yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate you all listening to us. But don't do something fucking stupid like vote Democrat. You know, just just be smart and love your families. Love fucking idiots. Electoral college. Eat powdered bleach. Later.